Hello and good afternoon. This is Stephen Thompson and welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. This is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. Well, welcome to another podcast. This is Steve's Season 2, Episode Number 7. It's called The Beautiful Ones. And I'm here this afternoon. I have my coffee in my Harley Quinn coffee mug. And I'm doing a little coffee alchemy this week. I'm mixing my coffees. Figured, why not try and see what happens? So I took an Ethiopian blend. And then I also took my Trader Joe's blend. And I mixed them together in a Folgers coffee tin. Very large Folgers coffee tin. So I'm doing coffee alchemy all the way this week. I don't know if that's blasphemy or I don't know if it's trendy, but hey, I made some good coffee this week. The Ethiopian blend and the Trader Joe's mixed together with a little French vanilla creamer. I think it tasted pretty good if I have to say so myself, but I'm only making coffee for myself, so I don't know how that would go over in a store. If you are a barista and I have done coffee blasphemy, call me out, feel good about it. Second thing, got to tell you about MoviePass. Oh my goodness. I just got MoviePass the other day. Went online. I heard about it. $9.95 and you can go see any first run movie that you want. One movie a day for a month. That's incredible. I sent it in thinking, is this good? Is this bad? It took like a month for my card to arrive. Last night I went to see Blade Runner. It worked flawlessly. You take your app, you go up to the theater, you press the time you want to see, your phone tells you go and buy a ticket. They give you a debit card. You walk in. It charges it. You go inside and you watch the movie. So, $9.95 a month. The showing of Blade Runner last night was $12.89 if I would have paid for it for myself. So, one month already have paid for it. Got $2 left over. So, I'm going to be excited to see a lot of movies because I love watching movies. And I write a little bit on the side, but we'll talk more about that later. But you're a remote worker and you want some leadership tips. Well, you're in the right place. So, here we go this week. I want to talk about the beautiful ones. The beautiful ones, daily decision making, and your own personal growth. So, beautiful ones was on Purple Rain. It was the third song on the album. And, you know, Purple Rain was the very first rated R movie that I saw in the theater with a friend of mine back when I was in seventh grade. And in that song, Prince was singing to Apollonia. And he was singing very directly to her. And we remember the iconic lines where he says, Do you want him or do you want me? And that brings us to our title, Daily Decision Making that leads to personal growth because Prince was calling Apollonia to make a decision. You know, is it me or is it Morris Day? And Prince wanted her to choose him. So Prince had made his decision. He was calling Apollonia to make a decision and she had to make a decision between Prince and Morris Day. Sort of like how our days go, right? We have to make a decision. Sometimes we have to make a decision to persuade people to do something like Prince was trying to persuade Apollonia to choose between him and Morris Day. And Apollonia had to make a decision. And her decision is going to be based upon the input and advice and the experience that she either received from Prince or that she received from Morris Day. So if you're selling something, think about that. You have to appeal passionately to your customer. As Prince was appealing passionately to Apollonia. So we're going to talk about decision making in our daily 
workplace. So, in order to start us off, I want to think about, I was looking at Shel Silverstein, and he's a great poet. There was a book he wrote called The Giving Tree. I don't know if you may have read it when you were in elementary school, but it's a great book. But from his poetry book called Where the Sidewalk Ends, I picked this up from the library because this is a book that was dear to me. I remember going over it when I was a child. But there's a poem that fits great with our topic. It's called The Early Bird. The poem goes like this. Oh, if you're a bird, be an early bird and catch the worm for your breakfast plate. Now, if you're a bird, be an early bird. But if you're a worm, sleep late. And I like how he ends that poem by saying, hey, if you're a worm, sleep late. The thing to take away from that is we have choices. We can make different decisions. Just because you're the worm doesn't mean you're resigned to a life of being eaten by birds. You can make a different choice. And that's what we can do to do in our workplaces. We don't have to make the cliche choice. And the way to differentiate between the cliche choice, being the worm and getting eaten every day, is to change your mindset. Wonderful book that Carol Dweck wrote. Mindset, the New Psychology of Success, talks about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And a great definition that Benjamin Barber discusses and explains a lot of this is dividing the world into learners and non-learners. And that's a good way to describe fixed mindsets and growth mindsets. I'm going to read this to you from Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. Benjamin Barber, an eminent sociologist, once said, I don't divide the world into the weak and the strong or the successes and the failures. I divide the world into learners and non-learners. What on earth would make someone a non-learner? Everyone is born with an intense drive to learn. Infants stretch their skills daily, not just ordinary skills, but the most difficult task of a lifetime, like learning to walk and talk. They never decide it's too hard or not worth the effort. Babies don't worry about making mistakes or humiliating themselves. They walk, they fall, they get up. They just barge forward. What could put an end to this exuberant learning? The fixed mindset. As soon as children become to able to evaluate themselves, some of them become afraid of challenges. They become afraid of not being smart. I have studied thousands of people from preschoolers on, and it's breathtaking how many people reject an opportunity to learn. Now think about that. As a baby, babies learning to walk. They don't evaluate themselves. They don't think they're a bad baby because they fell down. They get up and start walking. So there's a point in our lives where we start to evaluate ourselves based upon our successes and our failures. And when we do that, we're adopting a fixed mindset. And it prevents us at times from seeking out challenges. Now the growth mindset is one where you do not place your value on what you accomplish. You seek out challenges. Just like the baby was seeking out challenges when the baby is trying to walk or not walk. And that is what we need to do. We need to look at a growth mindset. A mindset where you seek out challenges, where you want to continuously learn and show up to learn. And that's a decision that you can make. When you're in a fixed mindset, you are talking about proving your ability and validating yourself. And a growth mindset is one where you let go and learn. When you fail, you say something is wrong with me rather than saying I can do something else. Like, for instance, when I was cut from the baseball team when I was in high school, 
I could simply say, I'm just a horrible person. I'm not a good person. Or I could adopt the mindset of, you know what I needed to do? I need to go to the batting cages and I need to hit over the summer and I need to pitch more and throw more pitches and play catch. And I didn't do that. I just made another decision. Well, baseball's not for me. But my mindset, have the mindset of if I'm going to pursue something, there are specific steps that I need to take in order to learn how to get better. And that is what is a growth mindset. Here's some decisions I want you to do. Seek out challenges on a daily basis. Ask yourself, how am I going to make a decision on how I'm going to start my day? Well, one, you can adopt a ritual. Meditate, exercise, journal. Also, a great book that I've been reading, The Power of Having Fun by Dave Crenshaw. And Dave talks in that about how all of us are walking through a desert. Sometimes we can look at our jobs or our places of employment as a desert and something that we just simply have to get through and get to the other side. And getting to the other side is not necessarily the best thing to do because then we are never in our moment. We're always worrying about, okay, what's going to happen in 2020, then I'll be happy. Well, that's several years from now. What can I do to be happy right now? And in the book, he talks about building an oasis in the desert. And building that oasis in the desert allows us to walk through things and walk through them and be happy on a day-to-day -day basis. Go look at pictures of oasis in the desert and Google them and see what an oasis looks like. Deserts can be dry, dark, dense places. Now think about it. Why do you need an oasis? Why do you need to drink water when you're in the desert? Well, you'll die. If you don't drink water, you die. So if you don't take time to have fun on a daily basis and do something for yourself, well then you are going to wilt away and you are going to die in your workplace, in your personal life. And that is something you need to think about on a daily basis. Okay? So, here's what I want you to think about also. Your vocabulary. Make the decision to start using can if instead of we can't. Great book. Beautiful Constraint by Adam Morgan and Mark Barden. Been reading this book, and he talks about adopting this we can instead of we can if. So when we make a decision, we say we can't. And some of the reasons are, well, we can't do something because we don't have enough natural resources. And we can't because we don't have time to train people. And we can't because we only have a certain educational level. But he says to do this. We can if we think of people as a natural resource. We can if if we decide to train people. We can if if we find additional resources in our budget. So instead of saying we can't do something, say we can if, and then start making the plans. Because play offensively instead of defensively. Think about yourself as Tom Brady. You're going to continue to try to throw touchdown passes. Instead of kneeling, you're going to throw touchdown passes. And when you say we can if, that's thinking about winning the game. You can't win a game by saying we can't. You're only going to go backwards. Okay, so this week, we want to implement things. Okay, I want you to do your growth move. And I want your growth move to be that you're going to decide to do something challenging. Something that challenges you on a daily basis. And as Prince ended the song, he said... I may not know where I'm going, and I may not know what I need, but one thing I know for certain, I want you. So think big and start small. Noah Kagan said, 
have one clear goal. So remember, the beautiful ones, daily decision making. This is Stephen Thompson, and this is the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. I am Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. Have a great one, and I'll see you next week.